Welcome to Relationship, where real-life couple Justin and Candace share their keeping it real perspective on the ins and outs of their personal and professional experiences, navigating the ups and downs of partnerships in life and business. They will also offer practical advice for maintaining strong, healthy, fun, and successful relationships in life and business. If you're ready for comedic and insightful exploration of life, love, law, business, and everything else in between, you're in the right place. Buckle up, it's going to be a wild ride. Here are your hosts, Justin and Candace. Welcome to Relationship, everybody. Today, we're honored to introduce Erica Latrice, a speaker and published author who has used her media presence to inspire purpose-driven lives and Christian Pleasant, whose background is in community outreach and real estate, has empowered change on a local level. Together, they're united their strengths to create an impact beyond themselves. Welcome to the show, Erica and Christian. We do have a special guest. Yes. They're a beautiful little baby girl. Essence, did you say? Essence, Essence? yes. <laughs> Who may from time to time give her thoughts on this whole, you know, this whole thing as we- Mom and dad working together, how she feels about it. We'll see. Guys, um, <laughs> to relationship. We always like to begin every episode with just a little background on how you guys met and in what capacity do you guys work together in each of your respective, you know, careers and and what is it that you guys do? Sure. Well, you can start. Okay, I'll start. <laughs> so we actually met working together. Um, I do events and speaking and a lot of I do a lot. So Christian and I actually do each other for several years before I realized that we were going to, like, you couldn't have told me we'd be in this position married, um, but he covered one of my events. Um, he does like production and video and we have a lot of similarities like with our goals and our visions. And so after he covered the event, we have not stopped hanging out with each other. Like since that moment, um, ended up getting married. So it all started with work. <laughs> that's actually how we came together. So that that's her sweeter, uh, what, what was I say approach to it? I would say we actually met like she said years prior, but she just felt like I was a little too young, you know, like she was out of my league, you know. So we had a nice interaction, but we never really went more than that, even just professionally. Um, but her sister actually reached out to her about me because she saw me at an event that her sister was at doing my photography work and different things. So we ended up re, uh, reaching out again. She remembered me years later and reached out, and it just seemed like you know. The connection was there. The event went smooth, and then from there, everything else was pretty ass. You know, <laughs> that that approach, you know, it, it took us a little while to get here, but you know, everything worked in this timing. Well, I, I do believe in timing. Timing is everything, so that's super super important. So, Erica, what kind of so so the audience has the benefit of knowing this? What type of events do you host or do you produce uh, on your clients' behalf? Yeah, so I do I do women's empowerment events. I help people with speaking, with media, PR, and how to market themselves. Um, so that's what the event was about um, at the time. And I was seeing him as like a business partner. So I'm like giving him tips on his business. Like, oh, you could do this, you could do that. Not realizing that, you know, it's going to go in a different direction. But I love like helping people step out and share their gift and, you know, speak on more stages and get booked for more media. Very cool. <laughs> well, to the point, she actually had me speak at her event 
well, we're about to wrap it up. It's out of, you know, I wasn't expected or anything, but she's like, yeah, this is going to help us close out and speak. And it was just an amazing that she did that. And you have to face your fears. You got to face yeah, it. I did. You got to come out of your shell. And, you know, that was something that, uh, you know, I had to learn, you know, much, much later in life than I would have wanted to, because I'm that person that I want to learn all my lessons early on as, you know, as soon as I can do it. And it was one of those things where somebody, it was as simple as somebody saying, you think you're the greatest lawyer in the world. And you might be one of the greatest lawyers in the world, but who the hell is going to know about it if you don't put yourself out there? People are certainly not going to learn about you through osmosis. And, you know, you think that, and you think that if other people know your talents, they're going to, you know, be a free walking billboard for you. But that doesn't happen in real life because everybody, not that, no, it's not that, you know, somebody is not rooting for you, but people are busy with their own lives. Everybody's selfish in their own, you know, lives and doing what they're doing. And so nobody stops and thinks and goes, oh, you know what? Let me go around and promote, you know, all these different professionals that, you know, I love and I respect. So I love that you guys do that because, you know, a lot of people out there really need to know um, that they do need to put themselves out there. Out there. So I love what you guys do. Now let's let's talk about the nitty gritty stuff about the two of you in your everyday grind. So how long would you say you guys were together in your relationship before you decided to go cray cray and work together? Because that's the number one question people ask us is what the hell were you guys thinking as husband and wife being law partners together? So I still ask myself that question sometimes. Be careful, Justin. (laughs) It's treading, man. So tell me, first, let's let's talk about how long you guys were together as a couple before you decided to embark on working together. Well, I think it was actually the opposite. We were actually working together before we decided to work a couple. Got it. And yeah, so, so I would say, was that difficult? Was that difficult because you worked together and so you didn't know each other's true personalities? You know, how did that start? Like, I have so many questions. It's like, how did you guys start? How did you guys like, was it easy when it came to division of roles, duties and responsibilities? Like, what did it look like for you guys in the beginning? We flowed. I think I was because I I'm kind of like how you just said, though, like that idea of just let's get this done, you know, like let's make things happen like that kind of vision. So that's what attracted me to him the most. Like I felt like when Christian worked on my event, I felt like he was like 20 people. I couldn't even think about something because he was already like working on it. He was already making it happen before I could even like before I can even like get it out. Like I'm, I can be called a little bossy (laughs) at times. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, um, yeah, I feel like I didn't even get a chance to say, Hey, could you in anything? And so I think for me, that was probably what attracted me to him the most, like how well we work together. And then since then we've done other people's events and it's just been like that same feeling. Like I can't even like finish the sentence. We're just like vibing off of each other's, motivation we don't eat like when it gets to event time like we both when I realized he didn't eat either because we're just so locked in that I stopped and I'm like are you hungry you know like you're paying someone to be there and you're not feeding them 
And he was just like, oh, no, I'm good. And that's when I was like, oh, I'm in love. Like, we don't even eat. Like, we can just get <laughs> By the way, I call that my starvation diet. When somebody's like, oh, my God, Candace, you look fabulous. What did you do? I'm like, it's called the starvation diet. Sometimes it's work. It's not sustaining. It's not sustaining at all. So, you're like my soul sister. I swear. Like, I, I so agree with you. Yes. I've been told that a couple of times. So let me ask you a question. Let's let's go, let's go, let's do like the ugly. What were like some of the yucky, icky stuff that you guys experienced in the beginning? Like I know you said like you guys had a flow going, but we all don't want to in the audience, we don't want to hear all the good stuff because that's easy to talk about the good stuff. For the people out there that want to start a business together or, you know, they're in a relationship together, you know, even if they're not in business together, like what's some of the tough stuff that you guys had to really deal with and iron out in the very beginning? Some hurdles or roadblocks. Yeah. So I would say um, for me, well, for us, both of us, but for me, definitely we have to be able to separate the business aspect from our personal at times. So as much as I love, you know, Erica and her platform, what she does and her work and her drive and her passion, how she reaches people, you know, I love that. I know she can't be in that energy at all the time. So, you know, letting her come home and unwind and relax and just be a regular person, not saying it was, you know, I didn't think that she was human, but I'm only used to, you know, our interaction from, you know, the events and seeing her on social media that, so now you get to see the personal aspect and it's like, Hey, no one's perfect, which I didn't think she was, even though in my eyes, she's perfect for me, but it's just some things that like, wow, you know, like, I guess we are regular people and maybe I'll just go ahead and take this trash or sweep right here since we just stepping <laughs> over it. But it's like, you know, there's a regular stuff, you know, but yeah. just because I just held her on this great pedestal, I'm like, hey, I still have to remember mm-hmm. you're a human just like me, you know, so we're not perfect. So I'm saying just aspects of even though you're going to hold her on a high standard, also let her know that she is a person, you know, keep an open mind to that. Very, very cool. And what about you, Erica? What were some of in you know, and it, you, it doesn't have to match Christians, but did you have anything that like in the beginning that you were like, eh, I'm not really liking, you know, the way this is going or, you know, because you guys were in business together first, you know, sometimes I feel like when you're everybody's tiptoeing, right? You're not maybe you don't may not have a similar voice. Your communication styles may be different. You may have different expectations. You don't even know what each other's skill sets are. So wait, like, was there anything that jumped out in your mind in the beginning where you were like, hmm, I'm kind of digging this guy in like in the other way, maybe. But yeah. um you know, and things are kind of flowing really great, but in my deep down voice that I may not be willing to share with Christian right now, because I don't really know him that well on a personal level, did you have any like that inside voice where you're like, this could be better, or this kind of sucks, you know, this aspect of our, you know, business relationship sucks right now? Mm. Well, I will say our personalities or like our leaning towards our behavioral patterns is, I guess, the correct thing. <laughs> We're the complete opposite of the spectrum. And so, like I said, I have a tendency. I want to get stuff done. I want to get it done fast. Doesn't have to be perfect at all. Like, I just want it. Like, done is better than perfect. Don't waste my time. Let's go. If we get an right. idea, I want to see it come to light in the next, you know. Like yesterday. Hours. You're like, I need it. Yes. Where are you? Right. Right. And Christian's the complete opposite. He will 
analysis paralysis is his middle name. We need to analyze <laughs> all the risk. We need to like make sure that we've made sure that we made sure. And I'm like freaking out. Like if we say we're doing something, like you just said, Candace, I told you, I, like I needed it done two weeks ago. Like, let's go. And so I had to learn, like, even in our relationship, the emotional side of things, personal side of things too, like to just give way more grace. And then I went through the pregnancy. So that was like a whole other animal oh, yes. where I couldn't be my usual, like I had to like depend on him. So I think that aspect of our business made it hard. Cause if I come up with an idea, I'm ready. Like I bought the domain websites up, we can launch it in a few minutes. And he's still like, wait, 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 you know, I need to research a little more. So I think that was our biggest uh, challenge. That might have been a challenge, but sometimes, you know, not sometimes, I, I often, I will always say, or I, should, I shouldn't say always, I like challenges and I like failures and I like problems because I, at the heart of me, is a problem solver. So do you feel that the challenge was also a blessing because it's a checks and balances with your business? Like, you're like good implementer, right? Like you're like, all right, ready to rock and roll yesterday, three weeks ago. And Christian's like your checks and balances, like, hello, let's cross our T's and dot our I's and let's be careful how we tread because you never know. Like, do you find that that challenge may have now turned into a positive? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> a or, or Erica, are you still that person like, no, 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 no. I still need you. <laughs> I still so need you. Move faster. She definitely have her moments. She definitely has her moments. We but. have our moments. I like. A th I think it helps because I think things come out better quality. And I learned that even with my event, the backdrop probably would have been like leaning seven inches off. But I'm like, backdrop's up. Let's go. Move on to the next thing. But he's over there, like you know, for an hour and a half, just Level, making sure. Right? An hour and a half. <laughs> it feels like pulling out the level like he's making sure hey you don't want to take pictures where the backdrop is off so it's made me show up i think way better like it still gets done but then i think i've also it's helped him to actually get things done like he's writing a book and i know if i feel like I, because i'm on it like hey deadline you know got to get this in then the book won't take 10 years you know it might take you know 10 months instead of 10 right. years so it's definitely been a blessing i think so how long have you guys now, as we sit here today, been in business together? One year. Yeah. One year. So okay. we're in the honeymoon stage. <laughs> so you're, you're in the honeymoon stage. <laughs> so, so if I were to ask you guys, now that you've been in business for one plus year, what would you say is like the necessary ingredient for things to work in a partnership in business. That you've learned so far. That you've learned so far. Like, what are some of the key, like, points that, Erica, if you were to just give, you know, a, 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 if you were speaking at a conference and this was, like, your topic that you had to, like, drive home, like, what would you tell your audience as to, like, the, this is, this is like, we've only been in this together for, like, a year, but this is a necessary. Like, this is a non-negotiable. You need to have these in, whether it's a solopreneurship or, you know, an entrepreneurship, like, this is what you need to do. 
Um, I would say drown all of the outside noise. Like when you, cause you know how you hear those horror stories and I feel like y'all are the experts. So y'all like, I, I would lean to the experts because I feel like you'll hear people that say, oh, you absolutely can't do business with your spouse. Don't do it. You know, it's horrible. But I would look at the use of the world. Like you two, I feel like have, you're an example of, you know, like you're, you're bringing forth examples of how it could work. So start looking for what you want versus what you're scared of. I think I had to start looking for couples that are doing it, like that are in business that I admire because I feel like it's tempting to hear all the horror stories and shy away from it when you can actually like get real life. Like what y'all literally what y'all are providing is I would tell people keep listening to this podcast so you can get you know real you right now because I love thank you very much. That would be my advice. But it's you know what let me tell you you brought up a really good point because it is important. There are so many naysayers there are so many just so much negativity out there and haters because, you know, as we hear all the time, hurt people hurt people, right? So you've got some and naysayers out and there. success breeds contempt. Right. Yeah. You know? And, you know, and people, people are so complicated that they don't have the ability to go and, like, reach inside and go, okay, why am I so negative? Or why am I so nasty about this? Like, is it because... I was too afraid to try and therefore I'm pissed off that somebody else did what I was too chicken shit to do myself. And that's why I'm mad or like, you know, or you, or it could just be the, you know, the people have trauma, like, and people don't realize that even like little trauma can be big trauma. Like somebody's little trauma could be another person's huge trauma. So you never know why there's so much negativity and you're certainly not going to change the world. So to, I love that you just brought up this point because for all the people out there and I'm, listen, it took me until I was 40 and I'm 47 now. It took me 40 plus years for me to remove some of the fear. And I still have a lot of it, but it, unless you do it, and you fail and comes, you know, with the failures comes the lessons in life. You'll never know. And I, I had to actually say, Candace, which is the lesser of two evils? The fear and or do you want the like the do you want to like get over the fear and put yourself out there as scary as it is? Or do you want the regret as you sit there? You know, hopefully one day Justin and I are sipping cocktails in you know portugal somewhere in our retirement do i want to say to him shit you know i could have done xyz and i never never made it happen so yes i mean i know i just went off on this huge tangent so clearly oh, that was triggered for me <laughs> Listen, i'm with you there i went with you there i love it i love that that's some good advice no but but it started with your advice which is so, so important. And, you know, one of the reasons why we do this relationship is because every, you know, a lot of books that you read and a lot of things that you might all the, we have so much access to information now. So a lot that is put before us becomes so general. And so you hear all these entrepreneurs that have really made it in life and they're at these conferences and they, they make it so easy, seems so easy. If you read this book, check the box and do this. It's a, you know, this is the guaranteed success manual. And it isn't always so easy 
you know, when you, when you put, you know, when you put a person that's airbrushed and like there's, it's intoxicating, the energy is intoxicating. Everybody's like, yeah, let's go crush it. And then it's now what? Right. And then these people, now they're starting and now they're like revved up. Let's do it. Now they're like, yeah, let's crush it. Let's go out and do it. But then they're like, wait a second. That person that I watched made it seem so simple. And they got this success by following XYZ formula. And so this is why we started relationship was like, eh, not so easy. It's so complicated. And we want to share as many stories with people out there, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything else in between so that people can identify and maybe not give up because they hear somebody's story and they're like, oh, I, I went through that. And I gave up because I went through this failure. But wait a second. I'm hearing this couple or this partnership, and they were able to overcome XYZ because of that. It's just like that book, uh, uh, The Think and Grow Rich. You'll have a lot of people that be like, I'm going to read this, and I got it, and they read it, and they're like, I'm not rich yet. And it's like, well, it's more than just reading the book. Okay. It's, yeah. It takes maybe sometimes a lot of failures and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm really glad you brought that up. So thank you for kind of taking me down that, that tangent of mine, but I'm trying to keep, you know, I'm trying to manage my time because we've got to stop in like seven minutes, but I want you guys to tell me, you know, I want to, I want to cover two things right now with the time that we have left. It's really important. Number one, Tell everybody where they can find you guys. Let's let's do a plug for your business, man. Let's let's put it out there. Well, I feel like Christian's listening to you right now, Candace. You and Justin are so awesome. Like I know he feels like he's listening to me talk. I'm like two things. Like <laughs> I promise, you're my twin. Um, so you want to sure uh, for me, everyone, if you want to follow me at Christian Pleasant on any social media platform, but also you can visit my website at www.changetheaim.com. And that's where I'm releasing my book and all the updates and you can register any for, for any future events and as well pre-order that book that will be re- released this month. Yeah. Cool. And then you. Yeah. So I'm everywhere on social media at Erica Empowers and it's Erica like America. So just one C. Um, and if you go to ericalatrice.com, then that's the best way you can get plugged into what I have going on. So Erica Empowers or ericalatrice.com. And you do events all over the United States? All over the U.S. And we do some virtual summits. We've gone like international now officially. Um, okay, I, cool. We haven't hit all seven continents. I'm like, we're going to get someone in Antarctica soon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Definitely global women. If you have a message and you want to get it out, then um, the best place to go, I have some resources. I'll mention that at standonyourstory.com. You can get plugged into some great free resources. Awesome. 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 Okay. Now we always end every podcast with this question. And so um, my question, or I should say our question, because I kind of tackle our podcast as if it's my podcast and I really don't. I'm like silence, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I'll let Justin ask you, I'll let Justin, you know, get some airtime and ask you this question. <laughs> I can speak. The always like to end with the following question. Out of everything that you've gone through in business and marriage together so far, what are your biggest life's lessons and takeaways so far in your journey that you could share with everybody? And they can be different for each person. Like this is, this is everybody's own opinion. Love to make people think. Um, so, <laughs> my lessons, my 
my word has been just be unapologetic about what I'm always going back to setting boundaries, setting standards. And I would say this has happened for me, like the more healing and growth I've experienced, whether personally in our marriage, in our business is be so unapologetic about your boundaries, about your standards, because life happens like so fast. And too often we spend so much time like compromising people, seeing, trying to like cater, it doesn't matter, cater to clients, cater to the grind, the hustle, cater to someone else's perspective. But if we get on our standards, I feel like when you guys are, you know, out on that beach, having that cocktail and you're looking back, there will be far less uh, regrets, you know, when we look back and say, well, I, I stood in my truth in that moment. So that's what I would say, like set the standards unapologetically. Mm-hmm. That really like, speaks like that. to me. <laughs> that, that's so I really did. Yeah. And what about you, Christian? Well, what I was going to say was actually very similar um, about, you know, how you enter into a relationship. You want to see change. You want to see growth, but you don't want to lose yourself. You want to discover more about yourself as we grow along in this journey. So still, the thing you enjoy, whether that's fitness, their health, or you know, whatever that you were doing prior to getting together, but now do it in a sense of this keeps me of who I am, but I'm also wanting to grow and become even better than what I was before. Because if I'm no longer, if I'm the same person exactly who I was when you married me prior to us getting married, that means, you know, for me, it means like I haven't made an impact or change in your life that was a, a good influence enough for me. So remain yourself, but also you want to be able to see yourself almost grow and just become something even better but don't forget you know just the foundation of who you are thank you for saying that from your mouth to god's ears and to everybody else in this world because it still amazes me when you are a person that loves to to evolve into the better version of yourself every day and whether it's personal yourself your business whatever it is you kind of like think you, you're, you're, you know, you you kind of judge the world with your own optics. You just assume that everybody else is the same way or similar. And it shocks me every day how many people out there have no interest in bettering their lives, in being better people, because everybody kind of wants to sit in the, well, this is what was handed to me, or I'm just, you know, really angry or, or this or whatever, and they don't want to change. Or they think, my life, and I'm a perfect person. I don't have to change. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. And that's, I find that sad. I do. I I find that very, very sad. So thank you both for saying that because it spoke to both of us. Um, We're up for time and I want to be able to also, you know, chat with you guys for like a quick second after we finish this podcast. So thank you both so much. And wait, does Essence have anything she wants to say before? Anything she wants to say about about her working life so far? (laughs) <laughs> she does okay. more sign. I want some soft bananas, please. <laughs> <laughs> she has, but she has just as much energy, if not more, than my son or our son, I should say. I have, yeah. I feel like Erica, she's gonna be like you. Like I need it yesterday, like three years. So thank you, thank you guys so much. That's a wrap for this week's episode. Don't miss next week's episode for more relatable, real, and practical insights from Relationship, packed with even more candid conversations. So make sure to subscribe, tune in, and keep your wine glass full. And if you want to share your own experience or ask a question, follow us on social media and feel free to reach out. Go to cernitslaw.com 
Call 888-68-DAMAGE or email us at cshanbraun at cernitzlaw.com or jcernitz at cernitzlaw.com. 